I can't wait. It's <laughs> Okay, don't laugh, okay? This is all about... No, there's going to be a lot of laughing. <laughs> In our last episode, we asked, do lyrics really matter? This week, we're focused on the lyrics you thought you heard, but didn't. <laughs> Welcome to the age-old question. I'm Rich Price. And I'm Clint Bierman. This show is sort of like car talk meets behind the music. Each episode deals with another question in music fandom. The kind of questions that Clint and I have been debating since we were in college. So today, with the help of some smart people, we're going to come up with the answer. Okay, what's today's question? Today's question is, what is the greatest misheard lyric of all time? That's the age-old question. A few episodes ago, you introduced me to this concept of mondegreens. Yeah. This is the word for when you hear something incorrectly. And this happens in almost every song I listen to. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's nonstop. Sometimes it leads to confusion, and sometimes it makes the lyric even better. Uh, rare, but sure. <laughs> like, if, I'll give you one right off the okay. bat. Kisses, I want to rock and roll all night. Yes. Right? The lyric is... I want to rock and roll all night and party every day, right? (laughs) What I heard was, I want to rock and roll all night and part of every day, (laughs) which to me is actually way better. It's totally better. It's way more responsible. Like, if you don't, I want to rock and roll all night. And part of every day. <laughs> of every day. So listen, this all came about from this comedian, Peter Kay. Yeah. Right? I was watching YouTube yeah. and found this guy, and it crushed me. It was so funny. Let's just listen to a clip real fast. Okay. You're all about a karaoke. When you're singing on a karaoke, you haven't got a clue that those were words. I was singing um, Take That Back for Good. Wash your back. Wash your back. Wash your back. Want your back? What's this? Want your back. I've been singing Wash Your Back 15 years. You know that song, We Are Family? For years I thought they were singing, Just Let Me Staple the Vicar. Right? <laughs> who's right and who's wrong here? Listen. All of the people around us, they say, Can they be that close? Just let me staple the vicar. <laughs> That's what they sing. Just let me staple the vicar. What's all that about? Just let me staple the vicar. You know Duffy? Duffy, the Welsh songstress. Last three years, I thought that poor cow were begging me for birdseed. Mercy! I thought it was birdseed! I'm not karaoke with it. Birdseed! Birdseed! Mercy! So that's the inspiration for this thing. And then... Staple the Vicar? Staple the Vicar is <laughs> so good. So good. Plus his accent. And, and yeah, totally. so good. And he's, re- and he's like, when you watch him, he's like lip syncing. And yeah. like, he's yeah. really funny. So that coupled with the fact that my wife woke up one morning walks out of the bathroom and has a major 
revelation about a lyric that she has been singing for 20 years. So I think right from the beginning, we got to call Lauren Bierman just to set the scene for this whole thing. Great. Let's call her. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the age old question. Hi, Lauren. So happy to be here. So today we are talking about misheard lyrics and we wanted to start this episode with your revelation the other morning. So take us back to that morning and explain what happened. I was, as I do, singing in the shower and as I was getting ready. And I was singing Alanis Morissette, You Oughta Know. And as I was singing through it, I had this revelation that the words were um, the cross I bear. I said, oh, oh, my God, the cross I bear. (laughs) And you didn't know that was the lyric? (laughs) No, I I didn't. I didn't know that. And um, you said, uh, yeah, what did you think? What did you think it was? And what did you think it was? <laughs> what I thought it was, was the cross-eyed bear that you gave to me. The cross-eyed bear. How did that make sense in any way? <laughs> because, okay, look, it made a lot of sense because when, when this song came out, there was this whole thing about she wrote it for Uncle Joey on Full House. They were they were together and then they broke up and then she wrote this song all about him. And so my understanding from that is that it was a pretty nasty breakup. And she says, I'm here to remind you of the mess you left when you went away. It's not fair to deny me of the cross eyed bear <laughs> that you gave to me. like wait a second so he knocked her up and then left her for this older woman <laughs> she thought it was like he got her pregnant with this monster child <laughs> the cross-eyed bear with a monster baby but then i guess but then then what i started to think was like was it just like a stuffed animal like did he give her like a, a like a stuffy to give to their baby because he's not going to be around and maybe it was like this hideous monster stuffy Wow. So I personally think it makes a lot of sense and you, when you put it into context. Thank well, you for this. Thank you for being a guest. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Lauren. Okay, goodbye. Okay, goodbye. That's so funny. And so that that's and then I texted you immediately. I was like, we have to do a misheard lyrics episode. I love it. So the way that I think this would be really funny yeah. is to see if we can try to make each other laugh. Okay. Okay, so I'll start. Okay. Okay, I'm going to start with a song we all know. Mm-hmm. It's Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. Okay. I didn't know if you knew it was about a guy who works at a grocery store. I didn't know that. Did you not know that? I Cause, didn't Because the last known survivor stalks his bread in the night. Stocks his bread in the night. So he works the late shift at a grocery store. And he stocks his, his bread in the night. In the night. <laughs> the 
Do you remember, Clint, the 1986 song by Madonna, La Isla Bonita? Yeah, yeah. Did you know that last <laughs> night she dreamt of some bagels? Last night I dreamt of some bagels. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, that's a good one. Okay, here's my next one. Okay. The, the Bee Gees yeah. um, sang about a bald-headed woman to me. Bald-headed woman to me. Now, some of these, I went through this list. Like, I I was looking and looking and looking. And, like, I went through, and some are, like, ridiculous. Right. Right? There's some... Couldn't possibly. Couldn't possibly mix up. And some are absolutely... That's what they're saying. Right. They're they're not saying... Well, you remember the the Elvis song, Suspicious Minds? Mm Mm-hmm. The first line is... We caught him a trout. We caught him a trout. Oh, that's a good one. It does sound like <laughs> does. We, we caught him a trout. <laughs> we caught him a trout. Remember, pour some sugar on me. Yeah, of course. This has a couple. These people were so prescient in their the way they thought. They saw the future. Yeah. So the lead singer of Def Leppard was way ahead. Yeah. Okay. So love is like a bomb, baby. Come on, get it on. Living like a lover with a red iPhone. That is exactly. <laughs> maybe that's where Steve Jobs got the maybe idea. Maybe it's <laughs> I was reading about how the actual song lyrics were written for that song. Yeah. And Elliot and Lang, I don't know, the two of the guys that sang, apparently, went to opposite sides of the studio control room and just delivered stream of consciousness words into a pair of dictaphones while the song's backing track played. Then they swapped dictaphones and tried to determine what each other's words were. Oh, that's interesting. And so Elliot said he thought he heard the phrase, love is like a bomb on the other guy's tape. And that's how the whole song started. Isn't that fascinating? So it was For a, real. It so was a monogram. A real monogram. Yeah. And that's the actual beginning of that song. Remember that CNC Music Factory song? Everybody's dead now. <laughs> Everybody's dead now. It's like a walking dead. It's also very pleasant. I'll never forget that song. I remember I was in high school. My friend Dan Party introduced me to that song and thinking, why is everybody dead? Okay. Remember, uh, here's another one just so ahead of his time. Yeah. Um, the Clash. I don't know if you knew this, but he was actually a computer guy. Uh-huh. And so, you know, like the thing on the... On the side of the thing, the taskbar. Yeah, he, he, he's he's singing about lock the taskbar, lock the taskbar. You gotta lock it. I mean, you gotta lock it. Otherwise, it's gonna pop up and pop up. Do you know that every year, Clint, people Google who is Jason Waterfalls? <laughs> yep, who is Jason Waterfalls? And you know, TLC sang with real conviction. Don't go. Don't go. Don't go. Where where are you going? Where are you going? Don't leave me. Who is Jason Waterfalls? Jason Waterfalls. Do you know James Brown? He was actually a farmer. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was actually a farmer. He he felt good. He felt good mostly because he got a female sheep. So good. So good. I got you. He got a U. <laughs> Listen, so Look, we good. Don't, we don't want to judge. No, no. But maybe we should. I got a U. I got a U. 
Remember the song Drift Away? Yeah, yeah. Uncle. Well, no, there's a couple different versions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Cracker did, Uncle a, Cracker uh, did, a, did a cover. Remake, of, yeah. It was by Dobie Gray okay. from 1973. Give me the Beach Boys and free my soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a big fan. Big fan of the Beach Boys. Big fan. He was. We've talked about Elton John mm-hmm. on this podcast. And, you know, what's one of the things that's fascinating about Elton John songs is that he he wrote the music, but it was to lyrics that were provided to him by his collaborator, Bernie Taupin. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a great tribute album to to their music called Two Rooms, which you know references the fact that these songs were really written in two rooms. What I didn't know about Elton and Bernie is how much they love Tony Danza. <laughs> Prove it. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. On one of our recent episodes, we had Gary Malibur, yeah, who played drums with Eddie Money. And Eddie Money had a song, yeah. at which Gary Mattler played on. I thought my whole life that this was a song about a three-way, and it's not. I thought it was Two Chicks in a Paradise. Two Chicks in Paradise. I've got like in his IROC Z, yeah. he's got two girls <laughs> and like dice hanging, hanging from, from the switch. <laughs> so we have, as we often do, we, we've asked some of our frequent guests mm. to leave voicemail messages sharing some of their misheard lyrics. And we're going to sprinkle them in throughout the show. Let's start with my bandmate, Brian Chartran. You, you mentioned Gary Malibur, who, of course, played drums on those iconic Steve Miller tracks. Here's Brian talking about one of his. Rich and Clint, greetings from Phoenix, Arizona. I remember in high school, so many great Steve Miller band songs either were intentionally misinterpreted, like uh, instead of Big Old Jet Airliner, it was Big Old Jet Had a Light On. Were we joking? Were we serious? Big Old Jet Had a Light On. Uh, That's definitely one that I remember. And I've been a fan of Steely Dan uh, forever and ever. And I remember as a kid, not knowing what they were talking about, really just butchering the lyrics. And I remember hearing the line, The Quervo Gold, the fine Colombian. The Quervo Gold, the fine Colombian. I mean, I didn't know what Quervo Gold was when I was in seventh grade. And I certainly didn't know what fine Colombian was. But I also didn't know what they were actually saying. I was just like, the quiver go, the fine Columbia. Like not knowing what, not only what they were talking about, but if I was singing the right thing. Anyway, so those are my two votes. Uh, Steve Miller Band, Big Old Jet Had a Light On, and uh, basically every Steely Dan song known to man. Thanks, guys. Love the podcast. Thanks, Brian. You ever wondered why Bob Dylan would say, the ants are my friend. The ants are my friend. And blowing, blowing and blowing. <laughs> I don't know that one. Do you remember we built this city by Starship? Yeah. Speaking of farm animals, they actually had a, a pony in the band. My pony plays the mamba. They had, in the band, they had, a, they had a horse. Have you seen? My pony plays the mamba. 
and see the pictures. Remember the Johnny Nash song, I Can See Clearly? I got two questions. Okay. Who is Lorraine and what was she doing to make you not see? Give it to me. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. What was she doing? What was she doing? What was Lorraine doing? Oh, man. What a... Now, you introduced me to this concept of Mondegreen. Mm-hmm. But why is it called Mondegreen? Do you know? I don't. It turns out Mondegreen is itself a Mondegreen. American writer Sylvia Wright coined the term in 1954, remembering when she was a child and her mother would read her a Scottish poem, The Bonnie Earl O'Moray. The first verse goes like this. Ye highlands and ye lawlands, O where have you been? They have slain the Earl O'Moray and laid him on the green. But she heard they have slain the Earl O'Moray and Lady Mondegreen. Oh my god, that's where it came from. Okay. So Mondegreen is, is the original Mondegreen. Wow. That's incredible. Speaking of not knowing what the lyric is, but just singing it anyway, let's hear from our good friend, the amazing and talented Josh Panda. Misheard lyrics. Well, first off, I got to say, I still have no idea what Eddie Vedder is saying ever. When I sing along in the car, it's like... I I have no idea what he's saying. We're going to come back to Josh in just a second, but we're going to take a a few seconds to plug him and to acknowledge that Josh is going to be a contestant on NBC's show, American Song Contest. This is the American version of the Eurovision Song Contest, which has been around for years and years. It's, It's a legendary show in Europe. Josh is representing Vermont. There's going to be 56 contestants, all 50 states plus five territories and D.C. We're so proud of Josh. He's so talented. And as two people that live in Vermont, we are really proud that Josh is representing the state of Vermont in this contest. So please check out American Song Contest on NBC and vote for Josh Panda because he is a legend. And we'll talk more about this show and the song that he's going to be singing on that contest in upcoming episodes. All right, now back to Josh. Uh, but I guess for me, it's really all about Elton John. You know, he wasn't a staple in my parents' house growing up. And so my introduction to him was The Lion King. And I really loved Can You Feel the Love Tonight. Uh, That song really moved me. But this was before Google, so I had no way of knowing the lyrics. So when it got to the end of the chorus, uh, you know, I would sing, It's enough to make kings and vagabonds leave him down It's enough to make kings I just, you know, do the do the Elton garble. And in same thing with uh like Rocket Man. You know, it's like uh 
Burning out of hell on hell long. Which I guess this is very similar to Eddie Vedder in a way. Um, and I think it's why I've always appreciated the compliments that I've gotten over the years that people are grateful that I enunciate my lyrics because uh, they can follow along. And, you know, I think it's something I've always tried to be aware of when I sing. Well, thanks for having me, Clint, Rich. Uh, I love the show and I'll, uh, I'll definitely be voting for you guys in the coming midterms. So, uh, you know, good luck with all of that. And uh, until next time. Thanks, Josh. And while we're not actually running for office in the upcoming midterm elections, we are asking our listeners to hit subscribe and follow wherever you listen to the show. Help us spread the word. This is our challenge to you. This is our request. Can you tell one person about this podcast? Someone who loves music, who you think would really enjoy this podcast. Help us spread the word. Please. That'd be awesome. Thank you. Do you know Paul Young? So Paul Young wrote a song, Every Time You Go Away, You Take a Piece of Meat With You. <laughs> so he's talking about... It's it's someone who loves grilling yeah, or yeah. like is on the... Atkins diet. Atkins diet. <laughs> and they're sort of a kleptomaniac too. It's like, every time you go, you take a piece of meat with you. you, you, what, are you what are you doing over here? Huh? Every time you go away, you take a piece of meat. It's there like it a it's, hi-hat. It's, on the, it's like it's, a hi-hat or something. But or it's, the snare. It sounds like yeah, meat. Yeah. And then there's a hi-hat. Yeah. We mentioned Elton John earlier. His hit song, Benny and the Jets. Mm. I mean, that has to be oh, one, that's of the, one of the classic, classic misheard classic, lyrics, yeah. right? She's got electric boobs. Mole hair, too. Yeah. And then, you know, for years I said, she got electric boobs, a mole hair too. <laughs> yeah, like, which, like, a mole hair is disgusting, but it's, it kind of makes it sexy kinda, in a way. You're, you're, like, right, you're like, like, okay. She's got these electric boobs and a mole hair. But Ooh, it's that. electric boots and a mohair suit. Mohair suit, right. I still don't know what mohair is. I, that's fabric, right? Now, my bandmate Greg sings the hell out of this song. Oh, man, he does. We've done this together with him. Yep. Let's hear what Greg has from Misheard Lyrics. Hey guys, two of my most memorable ones I think are pretty common ones. One's Blinded by the Light. Um, A lot of people I think thought he was saying wrapped up like a deuce. But I thought he was singing wrapped up like a douche. Uh, Which I I guess has its own logic. Blinded by the light Wrapped up like a douche Another owner in the night And the other is... um, Hendrix, Purple Haze, excuse me while I kiss this guy. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. I think that's one of the most common ones. But, you know, we couldn't look up the lyrics on the internet. There was none. So uh, we were stuck with trying to figure out why Jimi Hendrix threw that lyric into the middle of that song. All right, love the show, dude. You just nailed the classic ones. Those are like the most famous. Yeah, we can't have this conversation yeah, without those, those two. Those are yeah. unbelievable. Did you know that Eddie Vedder, who we've talked about a lot, who yeah. is like gargle mouth, like yeah. he can't barely understand anything yeah. he's talking about, in in off of 10, even flow, I don't know if you knew this, but he is a big fan of cheese. And so uh, he loves mozzarella cheese. So even flow, 
mozzarella butterflies is what he's saying. Even flow. Mozzarella like butterflies. Yeah. That's good. Loves, loves That's it. good. Well, let's go to our friend, the amazing songwriter, TED Talk presenter, author, Stephen Kellogg, and see what he has to say. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Misheard lyrics. There are so many, but I do remember in the days before Google and just being able to kind of look up lyrics and, and, and get other people's misheard versions of them. Uh, I used to cover the song, You Can't Always Get What You Want. And I would sing that line, uh, if we don't, we're going to blow. It's a 50-amp fuse, and I would sing a bit-amp fuse. If we don't, we're going to blow a 50-amp fuse. Which makes no sense at all, but that's how I wrote it down. Have fun with this one, guys. You're going to blow a bit of the amp, you know, something. something. Not that, yeah, not 50-amp fuse. What I think is interesting is... As performers, is there something that you've sang your whole career not knowing? Yes. Joe Cocker's uh, Feeling All Right. I still don't know what the lyric is, but I just... Like, sound it out. Like, just, I sing it phonetically. Yeah, phonetically. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Let's play that. Clint, would it be an episode of the age-old question if we didn't mention the Beatles? Let's mention the Beatles. One of the interesting things about A Hard Day's Night is he works all day to get you money to buy you things. So why on earth should I moan? Because when I get you alone, you know I feel okay. So he's talking about giving, helping someone with their bank loan. Oh, like give you a loan. So he's the so liaison. Why, so why on earth should I moan? Because when I get you alone. <laughs> so why on earth should I moan? Because when I get you alone, you know I feel okay. <laughs> so he actually works at a bank. He's like, feels really good about it. He feels it. really good. Right, he, right. He's like, you know what? We closed this loan. <laughs> You're welcome. Or what about uh, from back in the USSR? I don't know why he's singing about Dewey. Dewey from Miami Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Dewey. Hey. Well, I mean, and then if we're going to keep talking Beatles, the one we've mentioned before on this, the one that killed us in Vegas. Vegas. We saw the love Cirque du Soleil in Vegas. And when we walked out, our friend Ryan Alfiero told us, about Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. We've said it before, right? Yeah. Haven't we mentioned it? Yeah. The girl with colitis goes by. A girl with colitis go by. The, the girl with, with a really bad, <laughs> bad inte- like intestinal hunched over. Hunched over. Oh, girl the girl with colitis. with colitis goes by. That has to be the all-time great. That is the greatest. Oh, my God. Well, and there's one more, a guy who's singing about his overweight lover, hmm. acknowledging and appreciating that she is, well, round. And I do appreciate you being round. <laughs> likes a big girl. He likes a big That's girl. That's nice. He's, yeah, it's nice. It's, it's nice. nice. It's like someone for everyone. 
Let's hear from Tony winner, Broadway legend, Kelly O'Hara. My family, we still laugh about this, but when my sister was in the third grade, a boy in her class insisted with fisticuffs that the song went, Billie Jean is not my lover. She's just the girl that says I am the one, but Chad is not my son. And as silly as that seems, at the time, it sounded a lot like the kid's name was Chad. And no one could really prove that it wasn't. And uh, it became like a little fight in the third grade class, which I still think is hysterical. Chad is not my son. (laughs) Chad's not my son. He's not. He's not. I would never name my kid Chad. Oh, that's a good one. I haven't heard that one. Some of these are absurd, right? Yeah, a lot we, of them. Like we talked about, yeah. like some of these are uh, like strange. Yeah. But I love this one from Cat Stevens, Another Saturday Night. Imagining someone high as a kite, getting that sort of paranoia, that marijuana paranoia, when you're so high and you can't feel your own body. Another Saturday night and I ain't got <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Another Saturday night. The spheres of a skeleton, man. We talk about blurred lines on this from that episode of, uh, is it theft? Theft, yeah. And so in the third verse of that song, Robin Thicke is is wondering, can you breed a cactus from Jamaica? Can you breed a cactus from Jamaica? Jamaica. Baby, can you breed a cactus from Jamaica? Can you breed a cactus from Jamaica? I don't know. I don't know. Robin, can you? Thank you for posing the question. (laughs) You know, for John Bon Jovi, Mm. his thing was be naked, don't be naked. He doesn't mind. Sure. (laughs) In fact, he sings about it in the song Living on a Prayer. It doesn't make a difference if we're naked or not. Yeah. He's very open-minded. He's an open-minded cat. Yeah. He's an open-minded cat. It's cool. Okay, Rich, let's go back to the voicemails and hear from our good friend, Emily Voorhees. For years, I sang um, along to the song Hard to Handle by Black Crows. I would sing, hey, little thing, lemon lime Chicano, because a mama I'm showa de hanana gets around. So it'd go a little something like this. Hey, little thing, lemon lime Chicano, because a mama I'm showa de hanana gets around. And I think it was my brother who stopped me and said, um, you can't say lemon lime Chicano in public. Um, it's not the right lyric. So I was, was swiftly learned the right one. That is a good one. I had no idea what he was saying when I was growing up. Do you remember that Stevie Nicks song when she's talking about uh, sounds like she's singing? Sounds like she's singing One Wing Dove. It's not one winged dove. It's white winged dove. I did not know that. It's not like a like a dove that's just fl- <laughs> flying in circles. <laughs> I can't get left. I, <laughs> I want to thank uh, our listener and friend Chris Webster for pointing out that particular Mondegreen. That is a good one. Bob Marley was a big soccer player. Yeah, he also was a big jump roper. Did you know this? No. Yeah, yeah. He 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 loves to jump rope 
We'll jump rope by the bridge, she says, in uh, Is This Love. We'll jump rope by the bridge. Yeah, we'll jump rope by the bridge. Yeah, I mean that's what he's talking about, right? That's a nice image. Bob. Yeah, he, he he's he's you know that's really guy. romantic, right? When we're together, we're we'll gonna have some wine. We'll have some wine. We'll kiss, <laughs> kiss, and then and then we'll jump rope by the bridge. That's really nice. Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Oh man, she's such a bruiser. Do you know the song "Before He Cheats"? I think it's called. She is really, she's, really angry. She's mad at the girl. He cheated on her yeah. with and yeah. so she's gonna take a louisville slugger to both her thighs that's psychotic like Carrie. normally like at the rest of the song she's talking about you know beating on the car and really right. like hurting the guy but here she's talking in this I'll particular take a louisville section slugger to, to both, both her, her thighs. thighs just a bruiser yeah, that's criminal behavior. All right, we have one more voicemail from our good friend, Will Evans. So when I was a kid, I used to go to my aunt's for Christmas dinner, and she had the Gloria Estefan album, and we would put it on and blast the conga. And I thought the lyric was, come on, cheeky Bobby, gotta do the conga. Come on, cheeky Bobby, baby, do the conga. No, you can't control yourself Come on, cheeky Bobby, so do the that comma. might have just been my five-year-old brain, but that's always what I sing when I hear it. I'm with you, Will. I have no idea what she's saying even now. I think my final one is yeah. Nile Rodgers, Chic. Remember that band? Yeah. Le Freak was one of their big hits. Yeah. Turns out, we're going to go back to the farm. They were big farm lovers. Yeah. So they were talking about a freak cow. Okay? Yeah. Freak cow. Say sheep. So they're talking about cows and sheep at the beginning of the song. Listen to this. It could be a free cow. A free cow. Like, like, right. Come on down. Like, uh, we got a couple. Jack and the Beanstalk. Sure. His mom would say when he came home with the beans. Yeah. You just gave that cow for free. Yeah. That was a free cow. This is what maybe this is about. Maybe it's about Jack Jack. and the Beanstalk. All right, so let's pick one. All right, what is the greatest misheard lyric of all time? I think it has to be Paul Young's, the idea that every time this guy goes away, he takes a, a, he takes a piece of meat. <laughs> that is terrible. What kind of house guest? Yeah. You guy comes over to your house. Yeah. You're like, pool party. Everybody, every time you go away. Did we do it? I think we did it. No, wait, did we though? I mean, what is the greatest misheard lyric? Jimi Hendrix? Here's the, think... here's the thing. Here's the thing, Clint. And th- this is really important. Okay. There's about a million things that we missed. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that we're going to come back for a part two on the greatest misheard lyric of all time. Yes. And please leave a comment. Yes. What did we Instagram miss? Instagram or Facebook. What did we miss? You all have them. And the best ones are the ones you thought of. Right? Like, those are the best ones. So, if you've got one from your childhood, let us know, because that is what we want to hear. And remember, share this podcast with one person you think will enjoy it. That's how we'll grow. And we hope you had fun, as much fun as we did. And we hope you'll join us next time when we answer another age-old question. Follow us on Instagram at... The age-old question. 
Facebook, The Age-Old Question. We hope this conversation has sparked some ideas and thoughts of your own. Let us know in the comments. But let's be kind, people. Yeah. No hating. No hating. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.